I'm Justin. And I'm Clarissa. Together, we're raising three boys. Jet, who's four. Jace, our three-year-old. And Baby Jones. This podcast is all about sharing our stories of a fun, messy, and chaotic day-to-day life. Days can be rough, and finding breaks is hard. But there's no question the time of the day when we can get every kid to sit down. Snack time. Oh, boy. We are back and ready to talk. Yeah, we are. (laughs) This is going to be fun. We have not done one just you and I for Mm -hmm. a while, it seems like. It's been a bit. Yeah. You know, it's almost like we've been busy or something. Something like that. I mean, raising three kids, that's a walk in the park, right? Uh, I wouldn't quite say a walk in the park. <laughs> it's definitely been a journey, though. <laughs> that's for sure. Mm-hmm. But we're coming back. We've got, we, we referenced in our last podcast, our new series that's out. And uh, we thought it'd be fun to hop on just you and me. Yeah, kind of uh, doing a recap. So we did a podcast, the last one with Tom and April Duncan, the Mm -hmm. leaders, fearless leaders (laughs) of our uh, class or group that we did at the church, um, all about parenting. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we need a reference at least at some point in one of the podcasts, the book that we actually went through. Yeah. So, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, Tom and April's 25 golden nuggets which you know kind of was the highlight of uh i guess all of us were like kind of fanboying or fangirling a little (laughs) bit over you know tom and april Um, but you know we did do we did study a book um and and kind of use that as our framework to go through the class and that and that was good so um but we did that with tom and april and i'll tell you what we recorded a podcast actually earlier today with some friends who were a part of this group that uh, you're not going to want to miss the next episode when we uh, have our friends on for, for that. So for sure, you're going to want to tune in to the next episode. Absolutely. Um, that episode is a fun one. And I know I already learned a lot from that interview and I'm excited for um, everyone else to hear that too. Yeah. And it was just fun. It was a good time. I enjoyed it. So, and to your point, Justin, you said we should reference that book. Um, just so everybody knows, it is called 12 Huge Mistakes Parents Can Avoid. Um, so maybe just look up that book. There you go. A, another name for that book would be 12 Huge Mistakes That Parents Often Make. No, <laughs> <laughs> kidding. But yeah, so anyway, f- we have been busy. So we feel a little bad because we've not stuck to recording the podcast like Mm -hmm. we wanted the series is giving us a uh, a fresh wind breath yeah breath of fresh air a a new wind a second wind so to speak Mm -hmm. to get going and keep things running but we've been busy and it it started before the last few months uh, with job changes and Mm -hmm. potential job changes and job changes to come in the future and all sorts of crazy things. I mean, that's all happened this spring. Maybe we should just give a quick, I mean, um, myself, I, I got a new job, Justin got an, you got a new job, Justin. And, um, it's just been that wild whirlwind of, you know, we, we talked a lot about our, our house move back in August, September. We did some an episode or two on that. But since then, 
we can just attest to like God has been doing amazing things in our life. And I know there's seasons. Um, and for us, this season has been the season of change. Yeah. And, and just that whirlwind of, you know, where kids are going to go to school next school year, you know, and, and a new preschool, a new kindergarten, you know, all of that for Jed. And with that comes new sitters within our area. And if I know, you know, you're a parent listening, I'm sure you can relate to the fact of, you know, when there's a season of change, there's so many wrinkles that have to get ironed out and it's been good for both of us, but um, just one of those, because of those changes, it has been more stressful. So and, we've, and it's been difficult. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, uh, I showed you a TikTok the other night and, mm-hmm. you know, God works and, <laughs> and the way God works, it's not in the easy, Mm-mm. it's in the difficult. So the, you know, we're blessed beyond measure. It's all been great mm-hmm. things, um, but it has been difficult mm-hmm. and, but that's okay. That's okay. It's all going in the right direction, but we do have kind of some funny, kind of a funny story. I would say mm-hmm. now it's funny. Yeah. Of Isn't that funny how it break. works? <laughs> <laughs> so we mm-hmm. went to Gatlinburg, just you and I, we left yeah. the boys with your parents. Mm-hmm. And so we thought we were going to have a few day getaway down to Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Well, and it came with good timing because that whirlwind I was just speaking of was kind of dying down. Things were, plans were getting figured out for next school year and with our jobs. And it was supposed to be just this relaxing, what was it? Three nights of just you and I in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, just kind of chilling. Yeah. Supposed to be relaxing. <laughs> yes. So per Justin and Clarissa fashion, so, here we go. Well, fortunately, you know, and once again, like everything that happened, like couldn't have happened. If it was going to happen, it happened in the most perfect scenario. <laughs> So we can only seriously praise God for that. Yeah. So So that's a disclaimer to the rest of the story. So we go down and your cousin uh, lives just outside of Knoxville, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Chris and Elise. Yeah. So we went (laughs) and we visited them, saw their new home um, and hung out with them. And they were actually going to meet us in Gatlinburg for dinner and to hang out and do a few things. And so they follow us pretty much um, to Gatlinburg or Pigeon Forge. Yeah. And we were going to go ride some go-karts. place we went wasn't working out. So we're driving down the road to go to some roller coaster. Mm -hmm. And we're going and all of a sudden my light comes on and alarm goes off saying low tire pressure. Well, you didn't catch it at first. I was like, Justin, the tire light. You're like, huh? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I'm paying attention to traffic. It was spring break down there. So it was busy. It was all the things. So we're going low tire pressure. Clarissa's like, pull over, pull over. And I'm like, I've got to get to a gas station, someplace where I can at least check it out. Someplace Mm -hmm. that I can put air in whatever. And uh, sure enough, we pull into a gas station and that tire is dead as a doornail, buddy. Oh, it was like flat as a pancake already, basically. Yeah, it was done. Um, And it was not like a little hole, like the tire was worn, Um, which I'm kicking myself because days earlier, I was like, I need to get new tires soon. 
<laughs> well, I didn't realize how badly I needed them. Might that have been like literally a prompting by God or the Holy Spirit being like, hey, Justin. Maybe so. You know, Honestly. you're probably right. I should always go with my gut. Anytime my gut tells me something, it is probably a prompting from God. And I, it's usually right. I mean, Imagine I literally that. just thought that. <laughs> but I'm sitting here. Anyway, so... <laughs> Fortunately, your cousin was there, so they, yeah. he comes with his truck, and we had to leave <laughs> our car at the gas station because the tow truck was hours away. Right. So I had to leave my unlocked vehicle with hidden keys at a gas station at Pigeon Forge and hope that my car got to Walmart. Mm -hmm. uh, to have some new tires put on. Well, and I was so frustrated because um, between the exchange of us trying to get all of our stuff into his truck, we left my amazing jean jacket in the car. And I was like, if that jean jacket gets gets stolen, I'm going to be so upset. Luckily, it did not. Nope. Honest people down there, folks. <laughs> Honest people. So we get this towed and it's late at night. Fortunately, Chris is able to drive us to our cabin, yeah, which is up a mountain. I mean, when I booked it, I didn't realize how far up the mountain. Yeah, it's like it a half, half mile from the road, the highway between Pigeon Forge and Gatlinburg. Yeah, it doesn't sound bad. No, and so we're going up these twists and turns at night, and I'm like, "This is crazy." <laughs> And so we get there, whatever, it's great. We wake up the next morning and Clarissa calls all these taxi services. Well, because Ubers. my cousin had gone back to his house. We're like, no yeah. big deal. We'll just get an Uber. We'll just get something the next morning. Nah. Don't try to Uber <clears throat> in Gatlinburg. Nope. nope. And we'll tell you why in a second. But I did try every single ca taxi cab service in the area. Only two answered of all the ones that I tried, and they said they won't be able to get us till later, and they'd call me back. Right. Well, so they never called me back. So <laughs> we finally got a Lyft driver that was coming on their way. Like I was watching We're him like, on great. the map. Watching, he's on his way. It's great. Gets to the bottom of the mountain <laughs> and decides this is stupid. Turns around. Yeah. And I'm like, crap. I'm like, Clarissa, no one's going to drive up here. <laughs> like this is awful. So we decide like, all right, let's hike down this mountain. Yep. Down this winding <laughs> steep road of a mountain to the highway and like hope that someone wants to pick us up. We legit walked down that mountain. So no, we ran. Yeah. So we ran down this mountain because we thought we saw the lift driver. Yeah. <laughs> so we're running and like, and oh, when I mean running, man. like. I, I'm sprinting down this mountain. This is steep. If I <laughs> if I go a little bit faster, then... You'd just be doing somersault style. <laughs> I'd be rolling, buddy. Yeah. And so we realize, okay, this isn't our Lyft driver. We make it to the bottom. You try an Uber. You also were... You, I was trying to wave to this person. And you're oh, like, yeah. Clarissa, stop waving. He was like, Clarissa, stop. Like, this is not the guy. No. So... We we make it to the bottom, and thankfully, an Uber driver came to our rescue. Alan, Alan, the Shout Uber out driver. To Alan. Yeah, um, I was like, well, let me just try Uber one more time, and it he accepted it and was on his way, and I could tell he was coming. But um, we were, if Alan wanted to come, we were we were, we were hitchhiking. We had no other choice. Like or that, walking that was, seven miles to the Walmart. Oh, on the highway. 
Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It was insane. But, um, as we were in the car with Alan, real nice guy, (laughs) he told us, you know, there aren't, there's only two or three Uber drivers that work that entire area. And most of them just hope to take someone to Knoxville to kind of make a little more cash. So yeah, they're taking, they're hoping (laughs) that they take someone to the airport in Knoxville and then they stay in Knoxville all Mm -hmm. day. So literally an answer to prayer. Um, our van was ready. We got it. And we were supposed to make a, a zip lining appointment. We called them and she was able to back it up an hour. And it was the voice I needed to hear that morning. And she was like, oh, honey, I, don't worry. You've had such such a, a rough morning. You just take your time, get some breakfast and get here an hour later. Yeah. And <laughs> it, it worked great. out perfectly. It, yeah. worked, it worked out perfectly. And we had a blast after that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Except luckily, my foot was messed up from running down the mountain and my tendonitis <laughs> flared up. And oh, that it, foot. It was awful. And if you're wondering, our minivan did make it up the mountain. Yes, it did. With those it's fresh tires. <laughs> New tires. Come on, race me. Um, so the adventure never ends, I would say. Yeah. So then that, and then here recently, it's just been kind of like the sickness. That has never ended mm-hmm. in our home. So that's that's the joy of having Colds, two kids. Ear infections. Two kids in the same preschool class is whatever's in that classroom is making it to your home. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, but we've had some fun things. The boys ended ended their swim lessons recently. Doing T ball. T ball's been great. In mm-hmm. fact, I think I, I would like to do a whole podcast sometime about like coaching your kids because mm. that would be interesting. I think I would like um, to hear that. I have some thoughts on that. But, uh, you know, one of the big changes in our life here has been when we got back from that vacation, Jones changed from <laughs> a daddy's boy to a mama's boy. Yes, he is. Instantaneously. And he says mama's boy. And it is, it has been a major change um, and something that I'm struggling with. No, I'm just kidding. It's been, it's good, but, (laughs) but it is interesting how these, how things can change so quickly Mm -hmm. Um, in, in just the dynamic and how your kids grow and learn and and Mm -hmm. what their interests are. So, Mm -hmm. so it's, it's been interesting, but it's been fun. Well, like a quick recap, I mean, you say that about Jones. I think it's important to note too, you know, we've had some changes with the other two. Um, Jet got glasses at the beginning of this year. He also um, has asthma now, so we're living the inhaler life every day. But it's just, um, that's been a little change for us. Interesting when you have two others that maybe don't need that same care that he he needs. And then um, Jace. I would say positive with Jace has just been, he's been really um, showing more interest in his schoolwork and um, I don't know, maybe some more intentionality with the things that he does and yeah, we're kind of some responsibility. We're kind of through the tantrum with Jace that we were having with him being so tired coming home from school. So like it's been, it's been interesting. It's amazing how so much can change within just months and sometimes like you said just even days yeah so 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 that's kind of uh sorry but we just wanted to give everyone kind of a little recap of Mm -hmm. what's been going on most boring part of the (laughs) podcast but no and and to be honest we've got 
about three and a half more weeks till the kids are done with school and out for summer and um it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun having a five-year-old a four-year-old and uh oh, jones will be two here in about a month so new adventures await yep so what we wanted to do this podcast is kind of give you guys our take um on the class that we did with tom in april mm-hmm. and like what are some of our favorite nuggets or things that we pulled from from the class yeah Um, just just our thoughts you and i Um, and then as we go on you guys will hear the thoughts of other people that were in the class that we're going to do podcasts with which will be probably more fun and interesting but this (laughs) will this is fun for us oh yeah absolutely um it's kind of fun you got to hear the background and the story with tom and april of how these nuggets came to be um and now we're gonna just kind of point out a few of the nuggets that stood out to us so you want to go first yeah, I will. Um, one of my favorite nuggets. So, so a lot How of the many ones. How many times are we going to say nuggets in this podcast? So many times. <laughs> nuggets. Nuggets, nuggets. Nuggets. So <laughs> a lot of the things that Tom and April mentioned are things that I find um, very valuable as well. Um, but I'm going to try and like pick a few maybe that they didn't mention. And maybe throughout the series, we'll hit all 25 in some way, shape, or form, which Mm -hmm. would be cool. Yeah. Um, But I would say something that I've known, I wouldn't say I've learned this from them, but is um, that your kids have their own unique talents, passions, and strengths. And sometimes, uh, you know, they, Tom and April said, often they may be different than ours, which can be disorienting and unexpected at first. Don't try to force them into our mold. Help them discover how God uniquely created and gifted them and do everything possible to affirm those traits and help develop them. And to me, that's just a, a reminder of, you know, so badly we want the kids to be interested in the things that we enjoy. Oh, yeah. I mean, when um, you dream about having kids. Yeah, you, you think about that kind of stuff, <laughs> yeah. but that may not be the case. And so it's a reminder to me to be open and to pay attention. Mm. Um, I mm-hmm. want to expose them to the sports that I love. <laughs> of course. Um, but if they're not finding it interesting, if they're not having fun with it, I want to be paying attention enough to, you know, say like, okay, what would you like to do? Um, you know, if this isn't it, then that's, oh, that's okay. And then just find, and then hopefully, you know, I pray that I have a genuine interest and, <laughs> and love the things that they love so that we can continue to connect and bond and they continue to grow in that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, a side note, this is one of the discussions that we had um, in that group as well was, um, it was something along the lines of pushing your children how to achieve greatness or how to achieve, you know, their maximum potential, but also being mindful of the things that they enjoy. And so the overarching thing I think was our job as parents is to teach and coach our kids to find their own and reach their own maximum potential towards the things that they're passionate about. So that's kind of a long wow. wordy thing. Yeah. Um, but 
you you still have to teach them how to hit that maximum potential and that may be something that they're not interested in in the moment and in that teaching and coaching but you have to teach them how to get that well i'm probably i'm going off on a rabbit trail here well no no well i have a question for you though that what you say is maximum potential their maximum potential they may have a different idea of what their maximum potential is i think that was brought up as well in the group you know, you may think they could reach this highest level where their highest level looks different to them. That's where, this is where I disagree. Hmm. Okay. I disagree because you, that's where you have to teach them how to see their maximum potential. Beyond what where, they see in front of them. Beyond what they can comprehend. Okay. Um, or yes, or, you know, really even they're teach them to have a naivety hmm. to it because you don't want them to put a ceiling on what they're able to do. Sometimes it's almost better to be a little naive and reach for the stars and maybe, <laughs> maybe you hit something else. You know what I mean? Maybe you hit higher than you thought you could have. Sure. Um, but so what you're saying then, you know, going back to this nugget says kids have their own unique talents, passions, and strengths. So basically it's important to you to still, to show them and, and give them access to the things that maybe you enjoy, but then at the same time, helping them find their own things that they enjoy while still key point being reaching the maximum potential and yearning for that whatever that may be that yeah that's that's the ultimate reaching their mm-hmm. maximum potential in those unique talents passions and strengths that they have um which is that's a tough thing to do do you feel like you had that that mindset before going into the group um i think yes and no um i think what what changed me was I have to teach them how to hit that maximum potential, teach them how to hit that maximum potential. Yeah. Uh, that part was there, but um, I think it was one of the people that we're actually going to have on the podcast um, made the comment of, well, what if they're not even interested in that? Uh-huh. And I'm like, Oh, okay. So then that shifted my thing of teach them to have the maximum potential towards the things and for the things that they are passionate about. Yeah. So it, it's a, it's a combination of things. And mm-hmm. I know I'm kind of maybe throwing darts here all over the place, but in my mind, it makes perfect sense. And I hope you're listening and, <laughs> and you can make some I think, sense of it. I think, it. I think it makes sense. I think you could sum it up a lot in one word and that would be having drive um, towards towards the things they're interested in um, and not putting limits on themselves. Yeah. Perfect. (laughs) That would have been much simpler, right? Hey, you know what? Some people connect with different, with different sentiments. So they may have connected more with your ramble. (laughs) What about one of your favorites? Um, One of my favorites that I have actually been really working on has been, we must help our kids understand that life isn't fair. Oh, you know, it seems like I hear that every day. That's not fair, <laughs> but it's not fair. Yeah, and and I'm going to be very real. And I honestly think that Tom and April actually brought this one up. So I might be kind of doubling that. But for me, it is, it's really easy sometimes, especially with the youngest, with Jones, um, 
if he wants, if he's whining, crying, wants something that the boys have, it's easy just to give in and give him what he wants, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't, we got to move on to the next activity or we got to get somewhere on time or it's just, it's bedtime or honestly, maybe I just want peace and quiet. And it's easier to give in. It's, it's a lot easier to give in, just speaking generally. Yeah. But um, I've also noticed it a lot with Jet and Jace. We have a situation, you know, where our kids are really close in age. They're 13 months apart. Um, and if we have anybody listening that has twins or anybody with kids this close, it's really easy to just group them together a lot. Well, if we get this for Jet, we're going to have to get it for Jace too because we don't want the fighting. And And we have family members too that do the same thing with the boys, you know, because it's, Everyone's just trying to make, you know, out of good, good intent, but yeah, everyone wants a calm, <laughs> peaceful, fun environment. Right. And the fact of the matter is I believe, and really after listening to other pe- people and talking to other parents, like we are doing a disservice to them. If, Oh, he got this. I get this too. He got this. I get this too. Um, recently I, within the past few weeks, had the opportunity to spend a day alone with Jace and Jace and I, um, I wanted to run and he had been sick earlier, but he was fine and dandy, of course, a few hours later. Um, but I was, you know, I was like, Hey, let's go for a run. You can bike at the same time. So we had an amazing afternoon, just he and I together. And you know what? Maybe in the past I would have been like, Hey Jace, let's not tell Jed about this. Let's just, you know, but no, this time, you know, I was like, he deserves to be able to say what fun he had. Mm-hmm. And so he told Jet and Jet was pretty hurt. He was upset because he wanted that time with mom too. And, you know, I just had to tell Jet, like, we've had time just with you and mom before and we'll have more times in the future, but it's okay for Jet, Jace to have that too. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, that was a tough lesson for Jet to, <laughs> to learn for sure. Yeah. But it was, it was good. He needs to learn that. Well, and it's still good for the child who receives that thing that the other one is upset about because like it was good for Jace to have that time. Yeah. Um, They all need moments of feeling mm -hmm. special. So I don't think it's just, you know, actual things that you give them or don't give them. I think it's, it even relates to time um, and whatnot. So I'm just, I've really been trying to emphasize that. And every time that they have said the, it's not fair, I try to really just go back into the, well, it, it's not always going to be fair. Yeah. And then, you know, again, explaining, explaining, explaining why that's okay. Yeah. So. Well, so I don't know how many of these you plan on doing tonight, but I have two more I want to hit on. Let's go. Okay. Okay. So one of them is if we don't want our kids making foolish choices with potentially life altering results after they move out on their own, let them experience the consequences of making some foolish choices while with us when those choices are not life or death. And I love that one. I I just feel like, man, I want to... (laughs) I don't, I hope my kids make good choices. I know they won't make all good choices. Oh yeah. It's inevitable. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I hear and see so many people wanting to keep their kids safe. 
um, wanting to keep their kids from making a bad choice or hanging out with the wrong crowd or being followers and not leaders. But I would much rather them make that poor choice when I can counsel them, I can love them, I can coach them, I can teach them, and then they don't do it again. Or if they do do it again, I'm there to once again counsel them, love Mm -hmm. them, teach them. Because if I'm consistent with it and they consistently see how I react and, and consistently hear the message of the good or the correct choice, then eventually it will click. And that's such a missed opportunity. And I know I've seen it, been a part and and seen plenty examples of people who've went off to college or graduate from high school and make some pretty poor decisions. Mm -hmm. And it's because a lot of times there was a fear of letting maybe either they didn't experience it. It was hidden. They were sheltered from it Mm -hmm. or they hid it. Um, when they were younger because they didn't want to get in trouble. And so those habits, instead of being coached and counseled and loved through them, it's just become something that you can do and get away with. Yeah. And you do it, get it and think you can get away with it until one day you don't. Mm-hmm. And, and that's such a scary thing. Um, but you know, if you look and think long term for what's best for your child, you know, you want to be able to be there for them when those wrong choices are made. So, so give them those opportunities to fail or give them the opportunities to make choices and then coach them through it. I think a lot of it starts with how we respond now. I mean, our kids are young and I don't think we're perfect at this by any means. So I definitely do think it's something we need to work on, but just, you know, when they do fail or when they make a poor choice or decision, keeping that window of communication open to where it doesn't feel like they have to go hide when they do something wrong because they're scared or, you know, like they're, they have to, they're ashamed. So they, they don't want to tell you that they lied or, you know, whatever. Right now it's stuff like that for us, but it will be harder things as they get older. I know it will be. Yeah. And we want to be that place where if they hear something when they're at school, they will come to us and and talk about it. And, you know, we can start the foundation of, um, you know, they're, they're being surrounded by good Christians and friends and they're, they're going to church and stuff, but we need that foundation of being like them being comfortable enough to come to us when things that they're questioning or things feel a little off to them, whether at sports or at school or wherever we keep that. And I'm rambling as well, but if we keep that communication um, open now, Mm -hmm. then that's going to only um, get stronger as they get older and they're going to have more comfortability in coming to us. For sure. So I feel pretty passionate about that as well. What was, uh, what's one of yours there? Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's, there's, it might seem simple, but it's just kids need hope for the future. They need hope. And I really um, resonated with that partially because of my job as a school counselor, seeing the kids that I see every day and they're all, it doesn't matter. I mean, they're from, it doesn't matter what social economic status they are, no matter what race, religion, and the list goes on, right? Gender, what, what not. 
everybody, every kid is coming in still searching and needing some sort of hope. And I think that, um, for me, when we're raising our children, um, kids still need hope. You know, right now, I think what we're seeing a lot with, with children in general is that the weight and pressure of having to get everything right all the time. And then if they don't, that anxiousness that surrounds them of maybe I didn't do that right. Maybe I'm not getting the grades that I need to get or whatever. And I'm seeing, and like, we're seeing it start at younger ages. I think we see it in our own kids of just that pressure of, I got to do this and I got to do this each day. Um, and I don't want it to get to the point where they just feel like, I don't know if they, if they hear, I don't ever want to have them feel stressed out about anything that we talk about. I don't think we talk about anything stressful necessarily in front of them, but I think it's important, like this says to, to give them, um, their ultimate hope and give them interactions with, you know, how their relationship with Jesus can become stronger, um, and continue to make that, um, the pivotal part in our family life. Right. Yeah. But also just being able to have them see, they need to see us be hopeful and us have fun with them and us be excited about the next day instead of, Oh, this is going to be a hard day at work. Oh, we have so much to do today. They need the hope starts from them seeing it in us. Yeah. And that's actually was the next one that I was going to, (laughs) to choose. So I have a little bit of comments with this one as well. And you know, it's, it's not just, you know, the day to day, but like, political climate mm-hmm. um how are we reacting to that what are the you know what are the headlines pop-up ads that are being shown mm-hmm. the negativity and it just seems like the world around us is posting negative because it's what gets attention mm-hmm. and you know that can be defeating and if we're reacting in a defeated way or talking about it then you know why, what does, does that look enticing mm-hmm. as a kid? Like, oh, I don't want to be like, who wants to be an adult and deal with all of this? Like, right. <laughs> which kind of goes to my next point, And it's kind of a spinoff of this is your kids need to see you having fun, like doing things as an adult, getting outside of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and, and really putting yourself out there and not just becoming the dad that goes to work, comes home, mows the lawn, watches <laughs> some TV, like yeah. do something fun. Do I think something you have a good cool. example of that. What's that just one? Just on our, um, our trip together. You did something out of your comfort zone a little bit that you've never done. What the zip lining? Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was fun. That was awesome. I'm ready for the next big thing. <laughs> but we purposefully took videos of each other and stuff to show our kids. Of course the whole, that's not fair. I want to do that came out, but yeah. And they will, they'll love it. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, do fun things like, and let your kids see you do it. Let your kids seeing you work hard. Mm-hmm. Let your kids see you run a race. <laughs> let your kids no, for real yeah, though. Like yeah. let your kids see you do something. 
that, mm-hmm. you know, show them like being an adult is awesome. And like, you can do whatever you want. You can do awesome things. Give them hope. Give them mm-hmm. something to look forward to as they get older, not just going to work, mm-hmm. making dinner, <laughs> doing some yard work. Yeah. And, and I've got to be honest, there's moments that I am that guy. And, and I have to reflect and, and in saying this now, I'm, you know, reflecting, like, what am I showing my kids? Like, what are they seeing from me? What's the next thing that I, the next goal that I need to achieve that they can see and then, you know, see dad in that light. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's not wrong that you have to go to work and you have to mow the lawn and we have to cook dinner. You know, there's a time and a place for that. Yeah, but when that becomes all life right. is mm-hmm. and you're negative or you're pouting or starting to feel depressed or whatever it is. I think for is, us, like, it's we're tired. Yeah, or yeah, and or you, you're tired. Yeah, like we have to find the strength to push through that. I'm ready for bed now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like we have to find the strength to push through that temptation of just saying, well, we're just tired. We're just tired. We don't want to do anything. We haven't had a break all week. We're just tired. And rest is important. Don't get me wrong. Um, But I agree with you. I think we do need to sometimes push back our comfort zone um, for ourselves and also for our kids. You know, one thing, if I may move to the next, um, one thing that Tom and April said, and it's not necessarily a, a nugget per se, but they, one of their phrases was taught and caught. You know, kids being taught something is great, yeah. but what are they going to pick up more on? They're going to catch it. It's going to be caught. That falls under gold nugget number three. Our kids learn by our actions and attitudes and modeling, not from our (laughs) words and rules. (laughs) Right. So it's all about that modeling. And, um, you know, we can sit here and we can tell them all day, you know, don't whine, don't whine, don't whine. But. If you're, you or I are around the corner whining about something, what, what are they really catching on to? Right. Yep. Are, they, are they hearing the words we say? Or are they looking at what we do? And that's important. And that is a lot of responsibility to put on ourselves. And you know what? It is work. And like I said before, sometimes we're just really tired, but I do see, we do, I think you and I really have to, to shift our focus and continue the being a parent is a responsibility and we have to hold firm to that. Yeah. And so I know, I mean, it's so evident with the kids when, especially the boys, they'll, you'll say something, they'll repeat you right away. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, a funny one is, um, they see you, <laughs> they see you put on, um, deodorant and now what do they always want to put on <laughs> so they can smell like that? <laughs> They're not far away from needing to use it, those stinky boys, man. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, for sure. And you know what? We could sit here all night and go over probably each one of these. Mm-hmm. And maybe at the very end, we will, with Tom and April's permission, maybe do a podcast of just kind of going through all 25, maybe not giving our commentary, but just sure. a speed around getting them out there yeah for yeah. Every, everyone to hear because it's it is 
it's awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and great to generate conversation amongst your spouse or a group of friends or small group at church or mm-hmm. coworkers or, or whoever you discuss this kind of life stuff with. Um, it's great conversation. I'm glad you brought that up because as we wrap this up, I definitely want to point out the fact of like the, the one of the biggest things that I think is going to be pivotal for us and I think others too is making sure we have that community of parents um, and other people who are going through the same season of life with us. And even those that are maybe a few years ahead or even a few years behind. But I think it's so important to have that tight knit group of people who you can just say, yeah, I, I, I messed up today, you know, or this is going on. What would you do? And gain that advice from, I already see that being such a huge asset in the way we parent now. And I know sometimes it's just hard depending on your situation. You may feel alone, but I think I would really encourage you if you don't already to, to seek after and, and search for that type of community. Yeah, this is, this is, Big stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, we went to, so after like the, after the first or second week we started this class, we went to a birth, no, we went to an unbirthday party. <laughs> it was not a birthday party. It was not a 40th birthday party mm-hmm. for Josh Booth. It was not. Some of our uh, prior ho- or guests, yeah. Katie and Josh. And um, so it was not a birthday party, but we went to a gathering <laughs> and, um, but we're sitting around this kitchen table and some of the, the men in the group, we're having a discussion at a party about this stuff. Yeah. Um, so this is, this is relevant stuff. This is mm-hmm. stuff to be shared and talked about and, and really dug into deeper. So, mm-hmm. um, it's all good stuff. It's all great. Stuff. So, and we've got, I mean, we've got a line up coming. I think so. We I do. Think so, and it'll probably just continue to grow as these weeks go on. So, mm-hmm. we hope you join, continue to join us for this series with our guests. I think they they're all going to pull out different nuggets that spoke to them and some practical experiences, some that are just downright hilarious, and others that are um, very you know worked out well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So let's just kind of move right into our wins and losses for the week. Okay. Would you like to start? Yes. All right. You start. What are you starting with? I'm starting with my loss. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. So my loss, this is just being real life. Um, this week, I do work in education. So the infamous state testing continued this week in this time of year. Um, and I have the privilege to um, kind of be in charge of that at my school. And uh, because of that, there's just been a lot of extra mornings where I had to leave early. Um, there was a, a time just last weekend where I was out for work and um, just kind of a longer list than normal. Um, so my loss would just be just being away, to be honest, just being away. And, um, maybe not always, even when I was home being as present as I could be just because I'm trying to, you know, get that checklist done to make sure things run the next day or whatnot. So, um, I just want to give a shout out to you, Justin, for 
you know, taken over in the times that I had to be gone and whatnot. But yeah, I was definitely felt a little bit like a loss, just not being here. Yeah. I would say, so my loss could be the counter to that. I've been around here too much, (laughs) but, um, I think, so my loss was, it would have been a week and a half ago, almost two weeks ago now, but it was, Jace was feeling bad after T-ball practice, saying his ear hurt, crying, whining, Mm -hmm. the whole practice was fine, then as soon as we leave, crying and whining, and I was a little bit short-tempered. Um, a little frustrated because it was like instantaneous, like crying, whining as soon as we get in the car. I'm like, dude, like we're almost home. Is there anything I can do for you right now? No. Okay. Well then like chill Mm -hmm. was my response. Very nurturing. Yes. I know. (laughs) So we get home and he's still whining, crying, whatever. And I'm like, all right, I'm just going to, I'm taking him to the doctor and we get in the car and like, I'm still not very nurturing and we get there. No, we don't even get there. We get in the car and Jace goes, I don't want to go. I feel fine. <laughs> and I'm like, Jace, I'm, you know, really frustrated now. Cause this is like, I scarfed down like a little bit of food. So I had something in my bellies because I knew I could be gone all night and taking him to urgent care and i'm like jace i need to know the truth does it hurt or does it not yeah said it's (laughs) i'm going to be extremely frustrated if we go to the doctor and there's nothing wrong with you because you don't really hurt and i and i even said this and i'm paying for a doctor visit (laughs) for you like like he has any concept of this anyway yeah like he's got no idea and so I feel, I feel bad about that, that I kind of like threw that in his face a little bit, but he I, did end up saying it hurts. And I said, okay. And we went and it ended up being okay. Like he did have an ear infection. Like he really did. And he really, it was a bad one. Mm-hmm. Double, Double ear. Yeah. Each year. <laughs> so like all in all, it was okay. But like I, I should have been more patient in the moment more nurturing more more calm um and and i did after you know after we got there like i could tell he wasn't feeling well and and i i did become more of that nurturing parent but in the hustle and bustle of t-ball straight to home to dinner to out the door again it was frustrating well i think that's just a good lesson i myself also need to remember is like we don't need to be saying like grown-up comments or problems to kids like the whole i'm not paying for a doctor like they don't need to hear that like you said like he doesn't he has no concept of that right well, i mean at the same time though like okay if you know my child like <laughs> you very well could know that he could just be like i eh, just kind of yeah let's go to the doctor because i really kind of just want to go on an adventure um, no, no, I get that. So I'm that, just saying in generally that is speaking. a real potential outcome, but yeah, so that, that was my loss. Gotcha. Well, moving on to my win, um, this week 
I mentioned um, Jet's kind of kind of putting up some some more health issues recently. Nothing too crazy, but the eyes and the asthma. And now we're um, we actually had an appointment to get his tonsils looked at to see if those need to come out. Um, and my win actually happened on that day, and that was um, I don't. We did a lot of waiting that day, and in the waiting room in the room waiting for the doctor, um, even in the car ride on the way there. Um, it was a, a lengthier drive to get to where we needed to go. And in the past and even in that day, I was very tempted in, in the thought of like, okay, where's the doctor? Hurry up, come on. And starting to get frustrated because we were waiting there for probably an hour. But um, as I sat there, I just, I realized, you know, I'm not, I'm not the only mom who has to wait. And I got to thinking about my mom and all the doctor visits that she took me to and my three other siblings and the sports and and yada, yada, yada. You know, we had some long drives because we lived in the country. We had long drives to get to the doctor, the dentist, you name it. And I really don't remember her ever just complaining. Um remember her talking to us and playing I spy in the waiting room and things that I try and do now. And in that moment of me feeling like frustrated and wanting to just zero in and zone in on scrolling on my phone or, or whatnot, I just, I was remembering that. And I was like, you know what? Um, God calls us to be parents in the waiting too. And kind of put on a new you know, got a fresh wind of energy. And I was like, okay, Jet, what game do you want to play next? Because we had already gone through I Spy. We had already gone through a couple of different ones and um, just didn't want him to ever feel or the kids to feel like they're a burden by us waiting there with them, right? And so I, I count that as a win just because I count that as a win from my perspective. And I feel like I gained, um, I don't know, just a new insight and stuff that I'm, I'm hoping I can carry on even in those moments where I'm tired and I feel like there's been a lot of waiting. Yeah. My, uh, that was good. Um, so my win this week was Monday night. You had a parent meeting, so you had to leave and I was home with the boys and I was bound to determine because I had spent, I've spent a lot of time with these boys these last few, especially this past week mm-hmm. um, or the weekend prior. I spent a lot of time, just me and them, some good, some horrible moments. Oh yeah. Oh, I've got losses for days. It's all coming <laughs> back to me now. Um, but uh, I was like, we're having a good night. Like yeah. we're, we're going to have a good night. So I don't care about bedtimes. I don't care about anything. We're having a good night. Mm. So on a Monday night, on a Monday night, I didn't care. Yeah. Um, I was like, we like after the weekend that we've had, like we need to s- just have fun. So after Jones went to bed, um, which it was all a good time up until then as well. Like it was all a positive positive night bath time dinner everything went great jones went to bed and i brought jet and jace downstairs i said all right let's hit some balls 
So we brought out the tee, the bats, the net, and they each hit like five, five to ten balls down here off the tee, which they love. It was fun. And then Jace wanted to try to ride the two-wheel bicycle in the basement. Yeah. And Jace is one. He's usually not the one who wants to try things like that. He usually is more of our play it safe kid. Jet's usually the one that likes to push the envelope, try something new. Uh, Jace has a little bit more of a defeatist attitude. Um, if he doesn't get something right away where Jet is more, maybe I'll get it next time. Yeah. Um, and so we tried it a few times and he didn't quite have it. Um, and then the last time we tried, like I let go and he kept pedaling and he made a turn and he started going down a straightaway by himself <laughs> and he rode the bike for like 10 seconds or something. And like, I just like tried to make like a huge deal out of it. And yeah. I was like, you know, came up behind him and like gave him a big hug and like, Jace, that was awesome. <laughs> you rode a bike by yourself, dude. That is so cool. And like, he just loved it. And you could just see him grinning from ear to ear. And like, when you see that from him, like it means something. Um, just because of the way, just, you know, your kids' personalities. So and like yeah. when something is really means a lot to them and, and when something is just the, the norm or whatever. And, and he just loved that. Yeah. And so I'm like, let's go upstairs. We're going to celebrate with popsicles. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we go upstairs and like everyone eats popsicles and we're just, you came home while we're finishing up popsicles and I'm sure you were a little annoyed. I was not annoyed, especially when they're like, we're celebrating. Yeah. It's like, aw. So, well, I could tell you were a little bit annoyed. No, I was not annoyed at all. I just was like, why are they still up? And then they said that and I was like, okay. And well, and then I told you, I was like, I didn't care. I didn't care. Yeah. We were going to have a good night and we did. And so that, that was my win. I, I should, I should look to have more nights like I was that. Say, we need another night like that this week. I think we do, but there's also, you know, bedtimes we have for a reason. And it's because if they don't go to bed, yeah. then <laughs> the morning is a rough morning. Ooh, um, yeah. but, but that was a good night and it was fun. That was my win. I love it. So. Well, folks, thanks for listening to this one. This was just kind of our two cents, um, kind of an intro to what is to come. A second intro, because sure. last week was kind of the real deal with Tom yeah. and April, the real OGs. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, just kind of our thoughts a little bit tonight. And then... Uh, we just wanted to make sure we, you know, we got, you know, you got to know us a little bit after... A little hiatus we took and um yeah i got to hear our takes on the nuggets <laughs> on the nugs <laughs> on the nugs and we i'm telling you we have so many great couples we have some returnees on the docket um some people we did interview last year around this time um that are coming back from they happen to be in the parenting group and we got some new new ones um our our next couple that'll be posted for our next podcast is actually a new couple you haven't heard from yet. 
Yeah, so it will be fun. Uh, So tune in, listen in to the ones to come. If you made it all the way through this one, thank (laughs) you. And everyone, take care. Yeah. Peace. Peace.